Now, today in Canberra, there'll be a media roundtable. It'll be hosted by the Attorney-General, Mark Dreyfus, and he says it'll bring together media organisations for a general discussion about press freedom issues in Australia and further options for reform. A Labor government talking about media reform? Oh, dear. They say to ensure a full and frank discussion, the roundtable will be conducted under Chatham House rules, which means that what's said in the room stays in the room. Now, if they are going to talk about freedom of the press, it's my evaluation that they can't have any meaningful conversation without talking about Julian Assange. Now, for almost 14 years, Assange has been detained in the UK for publishing information about alleged war crimes by the US government and by the CIA. And Greg Barnes, SC, who's the Assange campaign legal advisor, he refers to Assange today in the media roundtable as the elephant in the room. Will he be spoken about? I think we all agree he should be. How are you, Greg? Good, thank you. I'm not sure if Mark Dreyfus sees this as a first-order issue, but I'm pretty sure you'd say it is. Well, it should be, and particularly given that the Prime Minister and, in fact, the Attorney-General have both said publicly that they want the Assange case to come to a quick resolution. The Prime Minister said that just before Christmas. And, as you say, it is the elephant in the room. You can't talk about media freedom in Australia without talking about a great threat to media freedom acknowledged around the world to be a great threat, and that is the case against Julian Assange. We've seen recently newspaper editors and publishers from around the world write to Joe Biden saying that they want this case to end, and we'd certainly like to see newspaper publishers and editors at the meeting talking about this issue because it is of fundamental importance to the issue of press freedom. Where is the Julian Assange case now? I think when last... I really read about this. He'd appealed the extradition to the US. Has that progressed at all? It's currently before the English courts. There are a couple of appeals and there's a step shortly which will be taken where a judge decides whether or not to give leave to appeal, which means it then goes to a full bench. But the legal process will continue through the year. But, I mean, as you said earlier, I mean, you know, it's 13 years, in fact, since the publication of material about war crimes committed by the United States. Secondly, Julian Assange has been in Belmarsh Prison, which is maximum security, Mm. for almost four years. So it's time that this case came to an end because, one, he suffered enough, but two, what did he do? He revealed what the public ought to know, and that is what happens in theatres of war. Yeah. What would the Australian government be able to do? I mean, if they were serious, they'd pick up the phone to Biden and probably to Rishi Sunak, wouldn't they? Absolutely. I mean, particularly Joe Biden, because this is a US prosecution. It's his Department of Justice which is prosecuting Assange. The extradition request needs to stop. Rishi Sunak, of course, as UK Prime Minister, his government has the responsibility of saying yes or no to the extradition request. Previously, they've said yes to it. That's now been appealed. If the English courts decide that the extradition can go ahead, Rishi Sunak ought to say we're not going to do it. Mm. The Australian government, you know, can play a very active role in this case and bring it to an end. We saw this with David Hicks almost 20 years ago now when the Hicks case started to emerge, you know, found himself an Australian in Guantanamo Bay. And, of course, John Howard as Prime Minister brought him home. And Australia has, of course, the key ally of the United States in this region, a special relationship and a relationship that ought to be used. How's his health, have you heard? Well, look, his health continues to decline, as we've heard and seen, and his partner Stella talks about quite often. 
and that's because he's being held in terrible conditions in Belmarsh Prison. So the longer this goes on, the greater the human cost, and that's why it's fundamentally important to bring this matter to an end. And are there people, Greg, in Australia, on Julian Assange's behalf, raising the issue constantly with government? There's no doubt about that. And in fact, a number of MPs from across the political spectrum, you know, Barnaby Joyce, for example, Matt Canavan from the Conservative side of politics, Labor MPs, Andrew Wilkie, a number of the Teals. There are any number of MPs who are raising this matter with the Prime Minister. And look, we congratulate the Prime Minister for raising it and saying that he's raised it with the US. We need to know broadly what the government is doing in terms of making sure that this case comes to an end. And we're certainly hoping that that happens within the next few months. Whether it does or not is really a matter for Joe Biden, but the Australian government needs to use, as I said earlier, that relationship, special relationship it has with the United States. And to wrap it up, as you indicated earlier, if the media people within that round table get the opportunity today to talk about freedom of the press... They can't really have that conversation, can they, without raising the issue of Assange, surely? This roundtable today is fundamentally about cases such as Julian Assange. It's about the broader issue of press freedom, but this is an Australian citizen. This is the most high-profile attack on press freedom in the United States and in Australia. And you can't have this discussion without mentioning it, not only mentioning it, but making sure that people understand in the community that this matter has been raised and the message loud and clear to the Albanese government has been that the Assange case needs to end. Greg Barnes, SC, the Assange campaign legal advisor. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks very much.